Welcome to the Inspiring Women Weekly Podcast, where women come to be encouraged, uplifted, and inspired to go further, push harder, and shine brighter through personal conversations with me, your host, LaShonda McLaurin. So, let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Inspiring Women Weekly Podcast. LaShonda here, and I hope that you are having an amazing day and ready to have yet another great week. Sometimes the hardest thing in life isn't falling down, it's getting back up. I know we often talk about the importance of trying not to fall and do everything in our power to stand up right. But I think it's just as important to discuss how to get up after taking a tumble, whether it be emotional, mental, physical, professional, relational, or familial. We have to learn how to fall with grace and more importantly, how to rise again. In today's episode, I want to focus on getting back up because it is inevitable that we will fall sometimes in life. I'm going to give you my top four tips on how to get back up and rise to the occasion when life puts you down. And so I hope to inspire you to rise. So if you're listening to this on the day that it drops, I want to say happy good Monday to you. I feel like the Monday after Easter should be called Good Monday because it feels so good to wake up and know that Jesus is risen. This special occasion got me thinking about the importance of rising up. You know, this Easter is a little different from any other Easter I've ever experienced. I don't think there has ever been an Easter in my life where I did not spend it in church or getting dressed up or giving out an Easter basket or doing an Easter egg hunt. This year, things are extremely simple and it allowed me and my family to really focus on the point of Easter. And that is Jesus rising from the dead. Jesus's death was important, but him rising again was critical. And I believe it is just as critical for us in our lives. We will fall down, we'll stumble and mess up. And when we do that, we have a choice to make. Will we stay down or will we get back up? I know falling is hard, but sometimes getting up is even harder. Let me give you an example. Let's do a flashback. We hadn't done those. We hadn't done one of those in a while. A couple of months ago, I was outside playing kickball with my family. And it was a very serious game, okay? It was boys against girls. We were at the park. And we had even recruited a couple of other families to come and play with us. Someone had kicked the ball. I caught it and my son was making a run towards home base and I wasn't having it. I was chasing after him with this big old ball. And as I began to chase him down while running, my foot hit a divot in the grass and I began to fall. Y'all, I felt like I was falling in slow motion, but I could not stop myself from falling. I was trying my hardest to get my balance, but it was not working. My knees hit the ground first and the pain shot through my body. I was down and I felt like I just could not move. I was stunned by the pain in my knees. I laid there telling my body to get up because all these people (laughs) at the park are looking at me. I'm laying on the ground, but the pain in my knees just would not let me move. My husband, who was at first laughing as I was tumbling, now seems worried. He comes running over 
and I'm trying to smile it off, but I really was hurt, y'all. I knew I had to get back up, but I felt like it was impossible. But slowly and painfully, I got back on my feet, and that was the beginning of a pretty long recovery. I really did hurt my knee, and I ended up seeing a doctor about it, and after getting up, I had to work towards healing and being better, and that was a process. Y'all, this fall happened in January, and I'm just now, like literally this week, able to run without pain in my knee and its swelling. This is just a physical example of the process we go through in life after falling down. When life knocks us down, it can be really hard to get back up. We may want to just lay there and cry or feel sad and wallow in the pain, but the sooner we get up, the sooner we can get back on track. I promise you, when I fell, I just wanted to lay there and cry, but I knew that I couldn't. Maybe for you, life has knocked you down by way of you losing your job or by ending that relationship that you just knew was going to lead to marriage. Maybe by getting a divorce. Maybe you've fallen down after having a bad disagreement with your family, relapsing into some bad habits, having to close your business or quit school, maybe having a miscarriage or not getting that promotion that you just knew was yours. Sometimes y'all, life just knocks the wind out of us and it takes everything in our strength to get back up. Today, I want to encourage you to begin to take the steps to stand back on your feet. You have to rise again. We need you to rise. You can't pursue your calling or your passion or your desires if you stay on the ground. So let me give you a few tips to help you rise from the pit and get back on the path that you're supposed to be on. Tip number one is to admit that you've fallen. Now, this is number one because you can't do anything else until you do this. You can't overcome or heal from something if you never admit that there is a problem. The same holds true for falling down. You can't get back up if you don't admit that you are down. This means admitting that you're hurt, admitting that you're sad, admitting that you're lonely, admitting that you're angry, admitting that you need help or maybe that you're lost. Whatever it is, you have to acknowledge that you are not where you want to be. When you admit that you're down, you can also begin to ask yourself important questions such as, how did I get here? Evaluation is important because it helps us to know what to do in the future so we don't end up in this situation again, if possible. So you have to acknowledge that you're down. You can't pretend that you are okay. No progress comes from that. If you can't rise, if you're in denial that you're down. So first, you have to admit to yourself that you are down and you'll be well on your way to getting back on track. Tip number two is to brush yourself off. If you've ever fallen down, you know the first thing you normally do when you get up is start brushing off your clothes. You get in the grass and the dirt off your clothes. You got to see if you got bits of grass in your hair. You're trying to clean yourself up. When you take a mental or emotional fall, you have to brush yourself off also. But instead of wiping the grass and dirt away, you're brushing off shame. You're brushing off embarrassment, fear, and comparison. Being worried about what other people will say can be the hardest part about getting back up and having the courage to rise high again. Because we're all ashamed that we even fell down. We don't want people to know. What will they think? If they knew I was depressed after that divorce, 
What would they say if they knew I've been paralyzed with anxiety after having children? How would they look at me if they knew that I was struggling with that addiction? Would they talk to me if they knew I lost my job or didn't get that promotion? Sometimes the shame and embarrassment is so heavy, it can prevent you from getting back up. You have to brush that off and realize that you rising is more important than anyone else's opinion. Because the truth of the matter is, everyone falls short. Everyone. Some of you can't get back up because you're too consumed with comparing your life to someone else's life who you believe has never fallen. Brush that comparison off. It's weighing you down. Some of you are afraid to rise and be seen because you fear what others will say or think about you. So you rather stay down. Let's not give people that much power over us. Brush that fear off. We all know the saying, or better yet, we all know the Aaliyah song. If at first you don't succeed, brush yourself off and try again. Don't let those mental strongholds hold you down. Brush them off so that you can rise again. Tip number three is to restart. Now that you've brushed yourself off, wiped yourself down, shoulders, chest, pants, shoes, (laughs) you can begin again. If you've ever played video games, you know that there is a restart or reset button. Whenever you lose or you want to start the game over, you push that button and you go back to the beginning. Sometimes this means in our lives, starting where you left off. Other times it means starting over completely. You may have to spend some time planning where to go from here, but the important thing is that you're starting and you're not staying down. As a therapist, I know that when a client reaches out to me for the first time, they are taking a major step in restarting. I realize that they are ready to start the process of rising. That step shows that they are ready to do the work. Some of them are starting for the first time, others are trying again for the 20th time. Either way, it is a move in the right direction. So I want you to ask yourself, what do you need to do to start again? What is the first step you need to take? What inner work do you need to do? Whatever it is, put a plan in place and start working. As you work, you'll begin to rise higher and higher. My last tip is to share. Now, I know this may sound very scary, like, why would I want to let people know my business? Well, this is when things become bigger than you. Sharing the story of how you rose will help others rise. One of the most beautiful parts of the story of Jesus's resurrection is when the Marys got to spread the news that Jesus had had risen. If Jesus rose and no one knew about it, What effect would it have? What impact would it have? Would we be celebrating today? Sharing helps you transcend. It takes you to another level. It allows you to pull people up who have fallen. Just like before, you may have to brush off some of that fear and embarrassment in order to do this. When people share their story, there will always be someone who has something negative to say. But that just means the story wasn't for them. Instead of focusing on that one person who didn't get it, didn't like it, Focus on the 50 who were encouraged by what you said. Focus on the ones who will feel inspired to rise because of you. This is why I do what I do every week, because I have you in mind. I know that me sharing my truths, my hurts, my falls can help you rise. And the process is also taking me higher. So after you admit that you've fallen, 
after you brush off that shame and embarrassment, after you restart, take the time to share with someone the story of how you rose from the ashes and hopefully it will encourage them to rise as well. So I hope that you feel inspired to be honest with yourself when you're not where you want to be in life. To shake off those thoughts and feelings of other people so that you can restart your journey and to share your story with others. Jesus rose so that we can be free, free to fall down and free to rise again. So until next time, stay encouraged and inspire someone else along the way.